What's up, guys? So today is Monday, um, although this episode will be on Wednesday, so that's when you guys are watching this. But I just finished potty training my two-year-old, <laughs> and I'm so proud. I didn't know. It's just kind of a cool, fun fact for parents out there, or even non-parents out there. Did you know that kids are so freaking smart that they can pick up the potty training within three days? So there is a three-day potty training period or method and I didn't know about it I just kind of started searching of how to potty train because I don't know no one has told me (laughs) and it came up I was like oh three days sounds good I don't want to go on months with having accidents and doing all of this anyway so long story short we did a three-day potty training so I was home strictly focusing on that for Friday Saturday and Sunday and today's Monday and I'm super excited to be back at work because you know just sitting and waiting for a little kid to pee and poo (laughs) gets a little boring (laughs) but actually it was very exciting because he did accomplish it and it just felt like such a great milestone for him and for me as a parent to be able to do that anyway so going back to this episode so what we're going to talk about is going to be actually how to increase happiness. I know it may sound kind of silly and some of you might kind of know what causes you happiness and what doesn't. But to be honest, initially when I thought about it, I was like, what causes me happiness? Like, do I have a list? (laughs) How do I know what makes me happy? And I know I've talked to enough people in the past where it can be a difficult subject (laughs) like we kind of go on our days and we don't really think about this but if we want to be more productive more successful again I'm going to tie this back to the purpose of this podcast which is to personally develop and develop your business if you're an entrepreneur if we are not happy I know that it's going to be a lot harder to be successful so that's why today I want to spend on going over these things that can increase our happiness and a lot of the things are kind of simple and it is for us to kind to be mindful and at least know about in order for us to work on. So let's jump into the episode. Hey, beauty lovers and fellow entrepreneurs. I'm Yegi, the owner and founder of Yegi Beauty. Within five years of being my own boss, I was able to grow Yegi Beauty into a multi-million dollar company. This podcast is where I share what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur in the beauty industry. Did you guys know that happy people accomplish more? Well, we don't really think about this, but it is very true. And there has been many, many studies to prove and to show that this is a fact. Happy people accomplish more. So how do we increase our happiness? Or have you thought about it a lot of times when we feel like everything's going our way or we feel like it, that's when we actually get more stuff done. But when we don't feel like it, we tend to do things that are more easy, more lazy, or we just don't feel like doing anything productive. So in order for us to be more productive and for us to accomplish more and therefore be successful, we do need to work on our happiness. But how do we do that? Like, how do we become more happy? We can't just magically wake up and be more happy right so sometimes the simplest things are the hardest to accomplish and I think the subject of happiness is really a subject that people don't talk about that much because we expect everyone to try to be happy or they're either happy or they're not happy overall they're happy at a situation or they're unhappy with a certain situation but 
we can work on our daily lifestyle in order for us to increase our happiness overall in order for us to accomplish more and therefore be successful. Some of it might be a reminder and some of it might be something that we didn't even think about. So I want to thank Inc.com for coming up with this article and linking all the studies and research that has been put behind this so I can talk about it today. So the first thing we can do is to get adequate sleep. Make sure you are getting enough sleep to feel rested. Now, there are times where we cannot control that. If it's outside of your control, like you have small kids, you know, there's just so much we can control. Try to find a way to get more rest, but know that hopefully that's temporary. But if within your control, you're not getting enough rest or sleep, let's say you're staying up to watch a show and then you have to wake up early in the morning to go to work, then you're the one messing up your rest, okay? And studies have shown that if we don't get enough sleep and rest, it actually affects our brains and we will not be able to recall happier memories instead we are going to be more easily to recall the more gloomy memories so that's why a lot of times when people are sleep deprived they're overall less happy and tend to be in a more moody mood. (laughs) The next thing we can do is we can actually make it a point to go outside more. Of course, when weather permits, we want to at least be outside for 20 minutes. Again, all of this is based on studies and research, so I'm not just making it up and it's not based on just my personal life. There is actually science and research behind this, so try it. So if we go outside about 20 minutes a day, even if it's just sitting outside, having a coffee outside, walking outside, anything to get some sunshine and be outdoors to get fresh air, it actually affects our brains in a way where it increases happiness. And since it does increase happiness, that's therefore going to increase our productivity. So sometimes taking a break and going outside is going to actually help you be more productive in a less amount of time. So actually, this made me want to implement that at my office, at my workplace. So we're going to go ahead and try that out. We're going to just take a 20 minute break and I'm okay with people not getting anything done for 20 minutes if it's going to increase their happiness and therefore productivity overall in order for us again to be happier people more productive more successful and all of that so i'm going to try that out as a company policy almost and we'll see how it works out but i highly recommend it try this in your personal life and see what effects you see from it Now, the next thing I'm going to say, I don't want you guys to roll your eyes, but it's exercise. Okay, we all hear it. We all know it. And a lot of us either have gotten in the habit of it and we're so happy with it because we see the results. And the other half or probably most people listening don't have the habit of exercise. But by exercise, I don't mean schedule three times a week, twice a week, one hour, two hour, even a simple 10 minutes a day counts as exercise for this purpose okay this purpose is not to be in great shape be super muscular be super fit be super skinny it's not for that this 10 minute exercise a day is to increase your endorphins to cause more happiness into your life happiness is again one of those base things that we need to accomplish in life so we can you know you're not going to be super happy and excited 24 7 but if we overall can find ways to increase our happiness even a little bit throughout the day here and there on average we're going to be happier people and again then we can be more successful more productive 
just better humans, I think. <laughs> so let's get happy together. Okay. Anyway, so we're talking about exercise, right? Not crazy intense. Challenge yourself to do 10 minutes a day, even if it's for going on a power walk 10 minutes during your lunch, force yourself and you'll see the results. Find a buddy at work or at home to do it in the mornings, lunch, or I would say morning and lunch is probably going to be the easiest to fit in because a lot of times after work, we're too tired to probably commit to it, but do what works for you. Just 10 minutes. It's not that bad. Oh, you know what else was really, really interesting to read about? And again, this is studies and research that has gotten into exercise. You know that even that 10 minutes a day can dramatically help with depression. More and more in America, I hear people are depressed. So many people are on antidepressants. Studies have shown that even that 10 minutes a day can dramatically increase people's happiness where they're not depressed or decrease depression in people even more than medication itself. And again, this is research. It's not me making it up or my thoughts or my dreams. <laughs> it's really research. So if you can avoid that from any age in order for you to, again, overall avoid the depression, or maybe even if you are on depression meds, possibly talk to your doctor, work with your doctor, incorporate exercise in there, see how you feel. Did you guys also know? Okay, I feel like I'm, <laughs> did you know? I feel like I'm totally pushing exercise, but I felt it on myself and on my body and my mental health of how much it has helped me. So I am going to passionately talk about it. But did you know that even the 10 minutes a day, if we physically don't even see any change in our body, like we're not skinnier, we're not fitter, we're not more toned, we believe we are different and we end up being happier so if you physically measure yourself weigh yourself and there's no difference at all even when you're just exercising like the 10 minutes a day it still makes us happier and feel better about our bodies and ourselves all right all right all right if you are not convinced about increasing exercise or at least 10 minutes a day for to increase your happiness here's another easy one that you can actually do so it is to socialize more with family and friends co-workers whoever's company you enjoy there has also been a lot of studies in work environments that if you even give your employees raises that does not increase their significant happiness or contentness with their job compared to them being around good co-workers good colleagues to increase you know their workflow Again, these are studies that have been done through research, a lot of people, and that is the case. So therefore, make sure you are spending time to develop your relationships, if it's at home, if it's at work. If we have meaningful relationships with family, friends, co-workers, that will dramatically increase our happiness. One of the top five regrets people have when they're dying is that they haven't spent enough time or quality time with their loved ones. That was kind of like mind-blowing, right? And I feel like this is like an America thing because we are a lot of times so focused on being, you know, productive, especially for this podcast, whoever wants to personally develop and also own a business or be an entrepreneur. Sometimes we get tunnel vision and we're just like, okay, go, 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 productive productivity don't waste time and all of that good stuff but the reality of it is we do need to slow down and have that balance and spend time with our family and friends now I'm huge on balance and even if everything's going downhill or horrible with my business I don't care I wouldn't 
sacrifice my self my family and my friends time my social time to focus more on work there is a time for work and then there's a time for play and we need to make sure we keep those things separate because like I said if we are spending time with our family and friends and our loved ones we are going to be able to increase our productivity at work or when we are focusing on a project to be productive so take breaks so with this I challenge all of us to pay attention and see how our relationships are with the people that we care about and in a long time ago there was a book called the happiness project and i think that's where i initially read this that you need nine good social relationships in your life to increase or or feel happy so it could be your mom your kid a co-worker a friend so nine people that you can really feel super close and connected with that you can trust and enjoy your time with in order for us to feel happy so I challenge you to pick your nine people or go out and make new friends or even if you kind of have acquaintances spend some time and get to know them and actually socialize and you'll see a dramatic difference in your happiness and then your productivity overall in life so last comment about social relationships again studies have shown <laughs> i'm gonna keep saying that you guys it's getting a little funny but i have to keep repeating it because studies show it <laughs> Okay, so studies show that social relationships, again, we talked about how important it is, but a big part of it, more than our closeness to family and friends that we feel loved or feel cared for, more than that, actually helping people have proven to have a big effect on people's lives where they live longer so a lot of people that help others and are involved in their community and again with people around them that they actually feel like they're helping them end up living longer and happier and more healthier lives so we do hear we do hear that here and there okay help people helping people helps you and all of that but it was kind of crazy to see that there is actually research showing that you live a longer and happier healthier life Hmm. it's really cool how all of that is is connected so um i think a kind of a rule of thumb for me also has been if it's helping you know monetary if it's not your time and your services if it's monetary about like 10 percent of your income or your your profits or whatever should go in helping other people so that's kind of a thing you guys can think about if it's monetary or you know you take that money and somehow try to help other people with it or if it's your time and your services then you know about 10 percent of your time you should try to spend on helping other people and you know helping other people is also kind of selfish like we said it increases your um, longevity of life <laughs> so be selfish help other people <laughs> All right, here's a easy but a hard one. <laughs> Everything's easy until, you know, you're not in the mood, right? So the next thing is smiling. So smiling more can dramatically increase our mood and happiness. But if we're in a really angry, sad, I don't know, negative mood, it's really hard to smile, right? If you're happy, it's easy to smile. You can just smile at everybody. You can say hi, you can wave, or hopefully you can do that. But when we're not in the mood, even forcing a fake smile has shown to increase happiness. Sometimes it makes other people smile and then that makes you smile for real. So next time you're really feeling angry, give it a try. Just force a smile in the mirror for yourself or at a stranger. Worst case, it's going to make you laugh and maybe increase your happiness that way. But yeah, studies have shown that smiling more is actually 
increasing happiness. Try smiling more, even at strangers, even as you're walking, just have a smile on your face. At first, it may feel forced or silly or, um, I don't know, just weird or maybe that's not you but maybe it can be you maybe you can be that happy person who's always smiling again here's another selfish reason why you should smile more because not only it increases your happiness overall it really studies have shown that it it helps your brain to think holistically instead of on one thing so a good example from that article from ink.com was you end up seeing the whole forest instead of just the trees But you guys, isn't that crazy? I'm just going to pause and think about this because sometimes I'm mind blown with these things. And it just really proves to me that how much of our lives we have control over. A lot of things, a lot of people, even myself in the past have thought, oh, it's just me. I'm just like this. Or we blame different circumstances. We act like a victim. We're this way because of X, Y, and Z. But the reality of it is, look, even these little things that we can do is fake a smile enough until we're always a smiley person really changes our mood our brains ourselves really mind blown i hope you guys are mind blown and of how much control of your life you actually have in order to live the best 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 or whatever exact life you want to live now on to a couple more challenging tasks that we can do in order to increase our happiness but if we are serious about living a great life and becoming successful you know, all of this is kind of like a ladder, right? We're happier, we're more productive, therefore we're more successful. And it kind of goes in a circle. Then we continue being happy. <laughs> so a little bit harder tasks that you can try is one is gratitude and one is meditation, right? The reason why I say it's hard is because from my experience, it's been hard to keep it kind of a routine or keep it something regularly that I do. I'll try it here and there, but it's kind of hard to make it a habit, right? So I'm going to say it's hard, but technically it's very simple, but it's not that easy to keep up with it or to kind of get the hang of it too. So let's talk about gratitude. So that one to me is a little bit easier than meditation, but gratitude, it has significantly been shown and proven. And we keep hearing it more and more lately that give gratitude, be grateful, right? But how do we really give gratitude? Again, this is really hard when we're not feeling so happy and grateful. And the reason why we want to do these exercises is to snap out of those moods when we are in that mood. So the way I found that the gratitude works, even when I don't feel like doing it, is I kind of have a list. So one day, whenever I'm feeling extra happy and motivated or or grateful, I'll sit down and I'll write a list of every little thing that I'm grateful for. Okay, and I'll do this once in a while when I'm in that mood. So then I have that list handy and I can read it in the mornings or at nights to really kind of try to focus on it, okay? And a lot of times we have to have the feeling. It's not only saying it and faking it but a lot of times when we start saying the things we're grateful for we end up feeling more grateful and the more we can feel the more we're going to connect to our inner self and 
Therefore, again, the gratitude is going to work to increase our happiness. The challenge would be for you if you've never done this, when you're in a good mood or schedule out a time where you can sit down, probably a good time would be after you exercise. A lot of times I found that after I run or exercise, I'm in a uplifted mood because those endorphins are working. So then I can sit down and make my list of everything I'm grateful for. So it could be my hair. It could be my kids. It could be my employees. It could be my car. It could be my feet I don't know I'm grateful that I can listen I I can hear I can eat I can taste every little thing even the simplest things that we take for granted for could be part of your gratitude list and it will become a more of a habit for you to recognize and know everything you're grateful for and focus on all of that. And again, this is also going to increase your positivity. So that's kind of a strategic way of how you can kind of handle gratitude instead of just initially being told, oh, snap into the mood of or feeling gratitude or doing your um, things you're grateful for right I'm still having a hard time meditating on my own a lot of times I need a guided meditation so what I do actually is I put a guided meditation on YouTube or any other app that's for meditation and I just try to really get in a quiet spot and follow the guided meditation because I know the benefits of meditation I haven't fully felt the benefits it's a part that I'm working on is the meditation it's been really hard for me to to master that I've been going on and off of it throughout years and I but I'm also a person who believes in not forcing things so I'll give it a try and if at that time of period in my life it's not really working out I'm not going to be so hard on myself and be so mad and disappointed that I can't meditate right now instead I'm going to kind of put it aside and then try it again down the line so currently I'm at a state where I'm still I still haven't mastered meditation but I do do it here and there when I feel like I need to feel a sense of calm and I need a guided meditation to really just clear my mind and de-stress and you know again it's been studied and it's there's a lot of research that meditation does really help calm you down and reduce your stress and make you think clearly so give it a try like I said it is challenging a lot of times people have told me oh it's so silly why am I gonna sit quietly like I don't know how to sit quietly I can't turn on my brain there's so many things are going on and, and I'm one of those people I still can't do that I still say oh my brain like it just doesn't shut off But again, don't fool yourself. We have so much control over our bodies and our minds. It's insane. And once you start feeling that and knowing that, you will find a way to get there. So right now I know and I'm aware that I have so much control over my mind and my body. However, I still haven't mastered the meditation by myself. So I'm doing the guided meditations. Okay, there's so much so many books so many videos so many things of how you can meditate there's workshops I would actually really love to go to a mindfulness or a meditation retreat one day maybe that will give me like a nice kickstart of how to do it right I believe in education and getting help when we need to but anyways not that's too much about what I want to do but yeah meditation so give it a try even a 10 minute guided meditation right now that's kind of all I do if you're curious in the mornings when I feel like not getting out of bed I'll put like a 10 minute positive meditation for the morning and literally just 10 minute I lay down there with my eyes closed and I listen to it and by the end of it I feel great and then I can start my day with a clear mind positive attitude okay so here's another hard one a simple one but a hard one um 
I'm going to not go too much in detail because a lot of time it's not as feasible. But one thing we can do that we haven't probably paid attention to is how much our location from work could affect us. So if we live far from our work, the traffic, the driving, all of that can kind of add up and cause unhappiness or it causes a lot of negative feelings. So if you feel like that you are one of those people who are just dreading the drive, always complaining about traffic, always late or all of that, you may consider moving closer to work. It can dramatically increase your happiness if you take all those negative effects aside. But you know, it is really hard because you have to maybe consider your kids or your your significant other or any other cost, any other thing to move closer to work. So one thing that I've done, because right now actually my my business and my where I live is kind of far from each other. And I hate sitting in traffic because I think or in just not even traffic. I hate sitting in the car because I think it's a waste of time. And for me, time is so valuable. But what I've been able to do to not have negative feelings when I drive back and forth daily is I put on a podcast. (laughs) Maybe this podcast you can put it on. (laughs) But I put on a podcast or something positive that's going to still put me in a productive state or a positive happy state while I'm driving so it does definitely help now my personal ultimate goal is to buy a house very close to my business because I love this area a lot more but until then you know I'm gonna make the best of it and I'm gonna do something that I enjoy throughout the drives so another thing I've heard people do is you can pick up a language you can put like a program to learn a whole language while you're while you're driving I mean how cool is that if you love music you can really try to sing along anything that you can think of that you can do while you're driving safely make sure you do that we're getting closer to the end so two last ones this one is super easy actually maybe it's not easy but it's fun (laughs) so plan a trip okay sometimes planning a trip can feel stressful as well because it may be you know too complicated or too long takes too much to plan a whole trip but for me what has worked is to plan activities as well so as long as you can put stuff down on your calendar that you can look forward to it dramatically has been proven to increase your happiness so even if it's a lunch with a friend to catch up if it's a trip to Disneyland or a full-on vacation, plan it, plan it, plan it, even way in advance, put it on your calendar and studies show that even if you have something to look forward to, merely thinking about that activity that's coming up causes happiness. So put stuff on your calendar and anytime you're feeling sad or low or kind of unmotivated to even work, remind yourself that, oh, you know, next year even, I have this trip coming up so yay and then it should really increase your mood okay well if none of that seems like something that you can do or maybe there's one thing you can try to do from this whole list to increase your happiness therefore productivity and success um here is a super easy one that you don't have to do anything about just get older (laughs) now again the older we get something happens i think we care less about BS stuff and therefore our happiness is increased so just sit there hang tight and bad times can just 
pass by. No, no, no. We're going to make sure we have control over our lives. We're going to try many things. But again, like I said, there is hope, even if you are super um, unhappy and you're listening to this to hopefully find a way to get happy, know that the mere fact of growing older, we do get older and wiser. And we do, it is proven that we do get happier as we get older. And my personal beliefs on that is, I think, is because we try to, we figure out and we learn ourselves and we figure out ways to increase our happiness. We don't pay attention to the BS stuff that don't make us happy. Instead, we start focusing more on the things that do make us happy and we cut out all the bad people or all the bad things in our lives that are causing unhappiness. So that's my last word of advice, you guys, before we end this podcast is really pay attention. If there is anything that's in your control in your life that is causing you unhappiness, even if it's people, consider cutting it out or limiting it within your life. We all have so much control over our lives. We just have to really realize that and take action. Even little baby steps like smiling (laughs) can really help with all of this. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review this podcast. Follow and engage with us on social media under the Yegi Project. And if you're interested in being a guest, email info at theyegiproject.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes.